Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. afternoon good evening good morning whatever time you pick this up um this is coast to coast we are here every wednesday supposed to be a nine but we're a few minutes late today uh i apologize it's on me um uh, how are you today beyond i'm doing well how about yourself just uh still trying to get over sunday night but we you know we tread forward right so how are you doing right I'm good, man. Uh, I I'm glad you brought that up, and we'll get right we'll get right into it. Uh, the Buffalo Bills lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, it was a one score game. I think we all predicted that. I think most of us predicted that. I thought that the game would be about eight points uh, of difference. I, I believe I picked like eight points. I think it was something like that. But mm-hmm. um, at no point during that game. Even down 21-7 that I feel like we couldn't compete. There was no point in that game that I felt like, wow, the Buffalo Bills really can't 
shouldn't be on the same field with the Cincinnati Bengals. Like they just outclass us. Uh, they have a decided advantage over our defense with their offensive weapons. However, I think the same can be said for us. And I think that the game decision, the 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 outcome of the game came down to um, their coaches being able to take advantage of the uh, offensive uh, uh, advantage they had over our defense and our coaching staff not being able to take advantage of our offensive advantage over their defense. So uh, where are we at now? Five and four um, and headed into a big game against Denver. Uh, beyond, you know, what are your thoughts on on this weekend's events, Sunday night football? Well, you know, one of the keys to the game, you know, we heard it all week. The Bengals are 20 and two since 2020 when they get a lead, you know, to come out of the gate. And when we lost the coin toss um, and the Bengals came right down the field, you know, that plays in the Cincinnati strengths, right? They, you know, they're, they're a team that is very comfortable playing from ahead. That's where Lou Amarumo and his defense do his best work. As we saw, they create turnovers like we talked about last week. As our two co-hosts, you know, our, our Cincinnati compadres eloquently told us last week, kind of how it played out, right? And while the defense was valiant, we lost field position and all those things together just kind of set it up for, even though I agreed with you, we, you know, we were in that game and I thought we had a chance just that start to the game. I really think we need to take that coin. I was hopefully win the coin toss and take it right down, get that seven, nothing lead, maybe even get up 14, seven. I think it would have played into our hands because the last two times we played the Bengals, they, they had a 14, nothing lead and we're up 14, seven. And that, that that's a recipe for that. That's a real tough trek against this Bengal team. I agree. Um, one of the toughest things about being a fan of this particular team, this roster, is that we never get to see this roster in at its full strength go up against some of the bigger opponents that we have to face, the Kansas Cities, the Philadelphias, the San Francisco's, the Dallas Cowboys. You know, like, we don't get to see that. Um and it, and it stinks, man, because I think this unit, I think this unit's really good, um, you know, when it's full strength. Uh, but, you know, we weren't able to be. And, and even though we weren't able to, like you said, you know, the defense was valiant. They, they, they stood up. They stood, they stood tall as long as they possibly could. Bad field position. You know, I mean, they were getting the ball at the 40-yard line. I mean, two, two first downs and you're in, you're in field goal range. So. You know, mm-hmm. to only give up twenty one was how poorly we executed offensively in the first half was 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 a was a small feat of of, of, the, of the stuff that miracles are made of. Um, so, first and foremost, Sean McDermott, hats off to you. You're doing a damn good job as this uh, as this the, the the head coach of this football team and taking on the defensive uh, coordinator. Uh, duties. I, I think you're doing a great job. I hate that you blitzed as much as you did, um, because of how good the pass rush has been. 
I wish he would have just trusted his coverage a little bit more. I get it. You know, uh, ben, when Bernard went down with the injury, that that kind of messes us up over the middle of the field. Um, you know, you're already dealing with a depleted roster. It's tough. It's very, very, very tough. But sometimes you have to have faith. <laughs> and I felt mm-hmm. like after the first couple of, you know, after the first couple of plays where you blitz and it just kind of didn't work, trust the coverage at that point. You know, mm-hmm. we did a we did a very good job of stopping the run, which is something that I said we did something that we I think we all said was a key to the uh to winning the game. Gotta stop the run. We stopped the run and the next thing was get to Joe Burrow. We didn't. And Joe Burrow hurt us for it. 350 yards. Uh, I believe it was two touchdowns in, in, in the air. And, and then he had a couple. There were a couple on the ground. Um, tough, man. Tough, tough, tough loss. Mm-hmm. Tough loss. Um, I, I, what, so if you, if you had to go back and, and analyze the game beyond, where would you say you would have liked to you, you where 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 do you where do you point to and say man we should, if we could have did this better we probably we could have won this game you know i still think you know we spoke about it early in the season right you know 12 all the talk about 12 personnel trying to run the football a little bit more effectively i mean where in the world is james cook these days yeah i i mean he, he's not getting the ball that often you know one of the big keys if you look at our slump over the past month, with the exception of the Giants game, he ran pretty well in the Giants game. He, he was solid. You know, we haven't seen James Cook be the James Cook we saw early in the season, which balanced out our offense. I mean, granted, we saw Josh run a little bit more this game, but that can't be the the number one component of our rushing. It has to be part of it, right? That, you know, extends drives, that make, you know, it's that backbreaking play that gets the, you know, the defense keep, or keeps the defense on their heels. So, that's one thing I, I thought we could have done better, especially to help out our defense, right? Well, I mean, you said the depleted roster, right? The, just a lack of confidence of um, just healthy bodies, right? Guys getting hurt, nicked up, all the players we had out. I mean, their effort was valiant, but they could only do so much. And we held them to 24 points despite all that, right? So I think if we had ran the ball better and maybe kept Burr off the field a little bit, that's just one thing I would have liked to see the Bills do a lot better in this game. Just so, you know, just, just as one thing that really sticks out, we have to get back to getting James Cook involved. We we need we know again, we're not going to see 130 yard games, 150 yard games that often out of Cook, but we need 70. We need you know 15 carries, 70 yards. We need something like that. We got to keep these defenses honest and and really just 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 you know play and get better field position too. And and those those things really hurt us in this game. Right. Um. One of the things we talked about was was uh, being multiple, right? Not necessarily uh, doing just one thing. Being able to being able to function and flow with both, and we did not do that. Uh, six carries for James Cook, two carries for Latavius Murray, one design run for Josh Allen. Dorsey dialed up nine run plays against a team who 
was not who has not been good at stopping the run. The three games that they lost this year were against teams that ran the football for plus 130 yards, and we ran the ball nine times. We used Gabe Davis within, you know, five yards of the line of scrimmage, quick, you know, quick hit routes where, you know, when the ball is hiked, Gabe takes two steps, turns, shows his numbers, Josh, Josh puts it on him, catches it, turns upfield, make a guy tackle you. You're 6'2", 230, 228, whatever. Um, and if they're gonna if they're gonna play if they're gonna play off coverage, I, I, if I'm Dorsey, that's 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 like the easy check that that's like one of the easy checks at the line. As soon as you see them bail in coverage, you know what it is. You know what you should be doing. Uh, we didn't see it. One of my biggest complaints, and you know, I'm not gonna get into that yet. I did watch. I did watch. I did watch a little bit of the All 22. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't finish it all because. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Honestly, it's just like, bro, you know, then sometimes you say, man, I wish, you know what? I'd rather, I'd rather get the doors blown off. So I knew that I never stood a chance than to lose a game where you feel like you could have won but you played poorly and you know that because you played poorly, you robbed yourself of a chance to win. That's how I feel about this game. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just frustrating. Cause we, we just played right into their hands. That, that That's how I felt. And that comes back to, yeah, we got to, again, I don't, we don't want to sit here and just blame one person because we know it's not just one person's fault. Right. I mean, but, Okay. Kenneth Simon Dorsey is one yeah. person that does come to mind, you know, as, yeah. as someone we'll get into later. But you know, it's just we just we have to we have to start stronger. We have to be more balanced. You know, there's, I mean, okay, you know, the Don Kincaid fumble that was a big play, right? I'm not, you know, Huge. again, I'm not gonna, you know, he's he, you know, he's been much better the last four or five weeks. So I'm not gonna completely you know, get on him too much, but he's got to not try any Josh Allen type leaps. You know, I don't know if Josh has been influencing him, but just get that out of his mind. Just do not do that again, please. So again, it was also a good play by uh, the defenseman on the, the guy in the Bengals, but yeah, still, Jermaine, Pratt. He, Jermaine Pratt. Thank you. I, he was, mm-hmm. I was drawing a blank. So, you know, that, that was a huge part of the game too. That could have really flipped this game. So, um, you know, we have to, stop making things so difficult on, on ourselves and you know we're scoring late right you know we're oh we're getting this game the six points great but our margin for error at that point was so slim we had to stop them and boom they get that long pass and it was just good night at that point so you know just a very frustrating loss i mean it, it's weird whittle the only thing i still could think about after that game was the loss to new england 
Because if we looked at our schedule, right, would we really been surprised if we lost this game? Probably not. Let, let's have an honest moment here, right? But just when you couple that with what's been happening the last month, and just to me that unacceptable loss in New England just looms large. If we're six and three right now, okay, you know we're not feeling great after losing to the Bengals, but we're still in a pretty good spot. You know we're we're sitting in first place right now, right? You know, and and we got Denver, the Jets the next two weeks, and if we get to eight and three, we're like, okay, we're we're in good shape, right? We could start re- getting, right. thinking about, you know. Maybe we could let guys sit a little bit longer, right? Or maybe if the guys are just nicked up, right? We can have them heal, just get ready for the stretch run. But now the margin for error has just been lessened so much because of losses like that. So, and even week one, which we've talked about in nauseam, but th- those things just add up. That's why every game is so important. But, you know, then now we have, you know, this is, I, I if you would have told me this game Monday night was going to be a must win, I would have thought you were crazy before the season started. But here we are. Yeah, um, just it's just it's the inconsistency on offense is killing us. Um, the defense is being held together by rubber bands and duct tape at this point, and they're still giving up like less than 30 points a game. They only give they, they're giving up like 20, 24. I mean, they gave up we gave up 29 to the uh to the Patriots, but outside of that, I mean. The Giants didn't score a touchdown. They didn't get in the end zone. Just field goals. Um, we held the Bengals to 24 points when I feel like they should have had 38. Um, mm-hmm. You know, against the Bucks, like, I mean, they they never, they that game never felt like it was out of hand or out of our control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, it's just the offense, man. If the offense could... Could help us out a little bit. Just, you know, put some points up, man. So, um, going into this game, we're playing against Denver. Denver, statistically and record-wise, one of the worst teams in the NFL, defensively and uh, offensively. I think they're putting up some decent numbers. Like they're they're all right. They just beat the Chiefs. Um, so, you know, we got Denver at our, in our building. Monday night, it, it it should be like that's one of those games that you pencil in. He's like, that's a dog, man. We we always kill Denver, right? I don't know now. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I don't know what offense well, I'm gonna get. Well, you know what? Just to circle this back to Denver, right? Um, you look at their last four games. They, you know, they they did lose to the Jets, thirty-one twenty-one, right? They. They only lost to Kansas City 19 to 8 in Kansas City, beat them 24 to 9 and beat Green Bay 19-17. So they have been playing much better over the last month, right? And right. let me throw these, let me throw these numbers at you. Eight games, 66% completion, 1,600 passing yards, 16 TDs, and four picks for Russell Wilson. He's having a pretty nice year. Like yes. you, you look at his numbers, you're like, hmm. You know, I and I know a lot of listen, I know Russell has taken a lot of criticism over the last couple of years for a lot of mm-hmm. different reasons. You know, his weird antics on plane flights to London, things like that, right? But he, he's been he's been very, very good this year, very quietly. So and it's not like he's just getting it all in garbage time either. So you know, this right. I agree with I, I feel the same way you do right now. It's it's you know, normally you think, oh, we're gonna blow the doors off this this game and 
you know, you're thinking, oh, it's 1130 at night. I'm, I'm ready to go to bed. This game's over, but we may be on the edge of our seat for this game, which we'll get into later. But yeah, I just think it's, it should be noted that Russell Wilson has had a pretty solid year and say what you want about their, you know, their head coach, Sean Payton, he's a good offensive mind and they still got good weapons and we're shorthanded on defense. So again, turned it around already. Yeah. Yes. On that side of the ball. They're already winning big games. They just beat Mm -hmm. the chiefs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just, so. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, um. So the state of this team. You ready? To, you ready to get into it? Let's go. I got a lot of questions, and I need from you. Need a lot of answers. <laughs> you know, at the beginning of the season, man, it started off so great. You know, the offense was like, oh, Josh is throwing interceptions like crazy. But you know what? The short, quick game is really working, right? Something to build on. We know we can go deep. So the short, quick game is something that we wanted to do to maintain uh, long drives. So it was working. Great. 12 personnel looks good. Great. It's all awesome. The defense was stifling. Stifling. And, um... After the Jets game, excuse me, we um went and, and you know played the Raiders, blew them away, played the commanders in, 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 in Washington, annihilated them. Then we welcome in the most prolific offense. Oh my god, how are you gonna stop it in Miami? And absolutely destroyed them. Um went over to England to Jacksonville. And that's when the season started to fall off the rails, right? You lose Trey White against Miami. First quarter, uh, first quarter of the uh, Jazz game in London, you lose Milano, you lose Daquan Jones. Uh, Milano was the Swiss Army knife of this defense. Like he was the most dangerous piece that we had on the board. He's like the queen in chess. And mm-hmm. we lost our queen immediately, and that just rocked the defense. Um, so the offense is healthy. There is no excuse for what the what we're doing as far as putting up points now against the Jaguars. We, what do we have, three going into like the fourth quarter or something crazy like that? Mm-hmm. Um, against the Giants, you know, we beat them by what? What, what did we beat them by, a point or, or something like 14 that? 14 to 9. Yeah, 14. 14 to 9. 14 points, and we put them up in the second half. Yeah. Um. Tampa Bay, I mean, we we lose to the Patriots because the offense can't figure out how to sustain drives until the second half. Um, and then, you know, we look good against the Bucs. I, I felt like the offense looked good against the Bucs. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, well, now we're getting somewhere because we're changing the way we're using certain players. 
Davis is getting the ball. Shakir's getting the ball. Kincaid's getting the ball. You know Diggs is there. We're running the football with James Cook. We're running the football with Latavius Murray. All right, cool. Now we're getting somewhere. Maybe Ken Dorsey figured it out. And we were wrong. I thought that he had figured it out. I was wrong. Uh, going into this game against the Bengals, I say to myself, you know what? We just got to, if we can get to 31, I think it's over. I think once we, once we get over 30 against this team, I think it's over. I think it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the Bengals have blown the doors off of our defense, right? Even with the shortcomings we've had both times we played them. I know Daquan Jones in both those games, right? Mm-hmm. Now, no Matt Milano, no Trey White. And we're still holding them in check. So, I agree with you. This the honest to me really is squarely in the offense right now. And Whittle, just the inconsistencies in game. I mean, think about the first drive, right? And then the second drive, they come out and it looks completely different. Just I'm talking about scheme-wise, just the way they're designing plays and stuff. Like what? I'm sitting there just shaking my head, and then they're calling like flea flickers at the Bengals 30 yard line or 35 yard line. I'm just like. Are you kidding me? Like what? again, I am not an expert play caller, Will. Like you forget more about play calling than I know. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, what is he just out thinking himself, Whittle, or is he not scheming enough? Is it a, is it a scheme problem? Is it just route concepts they're running? Like what what's going on with this offense right now? I don't know, man. I mean <laughs> I wish I had an answer for you. I wish I had a good answer. I don't know. I I don't know. Um, And you know what the crazy part is? The offensive line has been resolved in a lot of ways this year. And yet it's getting worse. So what's going on? Like, you know, we, we really solved a lot of those issues thinking, okay, we can run the ball more. I just don't know if they really have their, to me, what it's like, they don't really know what their true identity is. They're kind of fighting what they did in the past, and they're still fighting things they want to do in the future. That's how I, in a basic concept, see what's going on here right now. Right. So I'll I'll start. I'll, I'll go from top to bottom. My sure. biggest problem, number one, with uh, I, I think that let, let me let, let me let me go let me go this route first. Josh Allen has to stop making stupid mistakes. He's making dumb mistakes. There are some throws that Josh takes that he should not take at all. The play where he turns, where he throws the interception to Cam Taylor Britt. If you wait and you use your eyes and you focus, like, dude, you can see that you can see that the corner is carrying the deep route from an underneath position. You can see it. And you had other guys open, Josh. Take the five yards, bro. Diggs was right there. Five yards. He catches it. He turns up field. Cam Taylor closes. Boom. You got a five to six, maybe seven-yard game. And you lit, it was second down. You live for another play, man. Just live for another play. Um, with that being said, Ken Dorsey has to do a better job of his play design. 
Ken Dorsey has to do a better job of utilizing the players that we have on his roster and putting them in positions where they're most advantageous, like they're they're going to be in their most advantageous state or position. Deontay Hardy is five foot seven, 165 pounds. Bro, stop sending him on deep routes. Stop sending him down the field like he is Tyreek Hill. He's not. He's not Deshaun Jackson. He's not Hollywood Brown. He's not even Compton Brown. Don't <laughs> send him down the field anymore on these on these uh, nine routes against bigger corners who can run with him. The guy has a 40 time, a four, four, five at his combine. Mm -hmm. That is average. Your average corner runs a four, five and your average corner is about five, 11. So maybe six feet at this point, the way the league is going. Yes. So five foot six, four, four, five, six feet. That's about five inches more long arms, long legs. Run on four or five, bro. You're not separating from him. Dorsey has to do a better job of paying attention to what the mismatches are uh, between the defenders and his offensive weapons and exploiting it. If you have a guy like Deontay Hardy who can get down the field in a hurry, right? He can get down the field in a hurry. He's not a speeder. He's not a. He's not a. He's not a burner. But he can get down the field. If you see a woozie on him, who has returned from an ACL repair, and this is you know he's trying to get his feet back under him. The ACL does not. The ACL. I mean, it doesn't really limit what you do, uh, going north south, but that east, but east west. Mm -hmm. Ooh, baby, them knees. I'm telling mm -hmm. you, it's, it's different. It's different. Then. I tore my ACL. Trust me. It's different trying to change direction and explode. You don't trust it. So that is where, personally, I would have liked to see Dorsey attack uh, the Bengals. You could have sent Deontay Hardy on a deep in route. You say, listen, get him behind the safeties, run this about 20, 25 yards, and then stop and cut across the field. Go as hard as you can. Josh, when you see him break, hit him. It's going to be a huge play. What happens? Nothing. None of what I just said. Uh, Josh has to take better care of the football. The uh, interception was just a dumb throw. And then those are the chances that I don't want him to take, right? Because mm -hmm. it's a bad, it, it's it's bad. But then he'll take, the he'll, he'll, he'll not take the chances that I want him to take. So my biggest problem, we'll, we'll go to the, uh, we'll go to the uh, trick play, right? The end around, flea flicker, whatever. Got of here, Dorsey. Um, we'll go to we'll go to that and when this season beyond have you seen us run 
a jet sweep. What was it? Week one? Week one, maybe. Yeah. That it's that That's was a it. pretty yeah, I mean that was pretty common, you know, a couple of years ago, right? At least once a game or at least once every other week, right? It, yeah. it was something that we, we yeah. had in our offense. And why aren't we running these things? Why yeah. aren't we yeah, it's just it feels like it's just such a vanilla offense right now, right? And and you know, it's not a lot of motion, not a lot of creativity, except for certain there's certain moments when we've seen it, right? Like right. the way we use Gabe Davis against Tampa Bay, as an example, right? right. Where did that go? Yep. Sunday. Well, we'll get to him in a bit, right? But yeah, it, you know, it's like it, and it just goes away. I, I don't, I don't understand. Like, are they over? Do you think they're putting too much on Josh? You know, the whole cut. You know, we had this whole narrative, right? They wanted to limit Josh, keep him more in the pocket. Do you think he's thinking mm-hmm. too much right now? Little, because remember? What no, I don't think so. I, I, no. Yeah, you know, I I don't think so. I I don't think this is a this is I don't think this is a Josh attitude problem. I don't think yeah, that at all. It's it's a it's a Josh arm arrogance problem sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh that that throw he took that he made for the, that that was intercepted. That should have never been thrown. But then when you get an opportunity on a trick play that we never ran anything all year to set up to actually fool the defense, um there was an opportunity to make a play there, right? So Diggs is running about, you know, 30 yards down the field, and then he turns in, you know, back towards the middle of the field coming from the right side. And, um, you know, CJ just missed uh, – CJ, Jesus. Josh just missed him. Josh, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm, I'm looking at Josh, and I'm saying, dude – this is Diggs running a deep in route. Like if you throw the football towards the sideline, you get an opportunity. Like you give Diggs a chance to run underneath the football, get yeah. there, get out of bounds. Huge play. You take the crowd out of it. It's immediately after halftime. Who knows what happens at that point, right? Hundred percent does do it. The uh, pass that he throws was to Deontay Hardy. Who's being guarded by somebody just as fast as him and has him probably by like four or five inches, um, height wise. Height wise, it's nasty because Josh doesn't take the the chances that he should, and the chances that he shouldn't take, those are the ones that he takes, and it yep. and they're leading to and and this particular time it led to an interception. Uh, he's done a very good job this year of taking care of the football. Um, actually, no, no, not not taking care of the football. He's done a very good job of limiting his turnover-worthy plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, he still has turned the ball over. He, you know, he's he's at he's at I think he's at ten now interceptions. Um, yeah. he's at nine or ten, and um, oh, there goes June. There uh, he is. How's third, how's third place treating you, sir? <laughs> anyway, um, I was wondering if Drew was going to show himself after that brilliant yeah. six-point performance against the Chargers it's, on Monday night. <laughs> it's a lot of stairs. It's a lot of stairs to get out of the basement. So I get it. It, take, it took some time, no problem. Um, but yeah, like some of those chances that Josh doesn't take, they hurt us. And then there's some chance that he takes that he shouldn't, and those hurt us as well. But yep. the way you fix that is. The play caller has to design plays that optimize what Josh can do and what he wants to do. So, yeah. for instance, if you know on first and second down, 
that Josh has a propensity to take chances, take those chances away from him. You say, this is what we're running. This is what you're doing. And then we'll move on. When we need you to be great, we will tell you to be great. And that is on third down most of the time. We're going to need you to make a play. That's it. That's it. Protect Josh from Josh. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that is the answer. Um, you know, the the uh, the other thing that gets magnified too is we haven't. When's the last time we created a turnover? Is it the Miami game, if I remember correctly? Yes. yes. So that yeah. again, not the pin all on Josh, but you, we could usually get away with a Josh turnover when we're creating a turnover too, right? And we're not doing that either. Again, I'm not trying to blame the defense on any particular. Because like we, we've talked about, they've played valiantly considering who's been out. But the fact that we're not, you know, getting that big turnover, right. you know, fumble recovery or an interception is magnifying that that it magnified the interception we had on Sunday night even more so to me. And something we, we just we have to find a way to get turnovers. 100%. And the way you do it is, the way we have to do it is lean on lean on the pass rush. I I didn't like that we blitzed so much because it, it felt like it felt like the blitz, like the lanes that the guys were blitzing through kind of hindered our pass for our four, you know, our uh, our defensive linemen from working those areas of the field. Like I think they I think a guy like um uh, like Rousseau and um and at Oliver, they need a little space, you know, to, to get their moves together. But, uh, you know, we that was the decision he made. The outcome is what it is. Uh, I don't, we're not happy about it. Um, but we'll, we will move on to Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey, sorry, your play, your play designs are bad. Okay. They're unimaginative. They're boring and they're easily countered by good defensive coaches. Um, now there are times where he'll dial something up, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, Ken, I see mm-hmm. you." But more often than not, man, it's 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 mistakes. Third and two, critical down, critical distance. We're in shotgun, and he's throwing the ball downfield. Why? Why? You have Latavius Murray, line up on the center, hike the football, hand it to him, let him run behind Osiris Torrance, Saibo, or whatever they call him, and or let him run by behind uh Spencer Brown. He's gonna fall forward and get two yards anyway. Just do that, man. Get a new set of down. Let us let us keep cooking. Um mm-hmm. The up uh, up tempo, amazing. We need to do more of it more often. The up tempo, the up tempo was really good. Don't you feel Josh is more comfortable in that in that kind of offense? You know, just I do. And it's not that he doesn't have a good football IQ per se. It's just I feel like that just gets him in such a rhythm, and where other teams can't adjust to us and. It's also going to help when we don't have That's the fair. great exotic play caller we do in Dorsey, right? We might as well go up tempo at this point. But we, we have to. We just we we have to lean on, and we'll we'll see if if Lombardi Lenny makes a difference going forward, right? We'll see if if he can contribute to the running game, or if, you know if we can mix him and James Cook in just to get a little more balance and 
Like we just we have to do that, especially right. as the weather gets colder now. You know, the, the weather on Monday, they're saying 50 degrees, 18 mile an hour winds with some rain. I mean, you know, here we go, Whittle, right? Not to say it's going to be a nasty game. That's the high for the day on Monday, right? So, you know, at night, it's going to be a little cold, oh it's going to be a little raw, right? You know, it's not going to be your perfect just weather. Just a little game. bit. So now, you know, yeah. not going to be optimal conditions just to toss the ball over, all over the yard, so to speak. So, we got to start, we got to start balancing this out right now. So, that's been my theme all week, and I'm sticking to it. That's fair. Uh, just so mad, bro. Like, I, I'm, I'm disappointed. I can't even say mad. I'm just, I'm disappointed. The way mm-hmm. we used Gabe Davis last week and the rest of the guys on this team, like, I, I thought that we were headed in, in the direction. Of figuring this stuff out, mm-hmm. clearly we clearly we are not. How about um, something this to think about, Whittle? Last three games, Gabe Davis nineteen targets, ten catches, ninety three yards, and a touchdown, and Khalil Shakir fourteen targets, fourteen catches for a buck eighty four. Are we starting to see? I mean, it's only a small sample size, but are we getting to the point where we're going to trust Shakir more than Gabe Davis at this going forward, second half of the year? Yes, because he spent the last couple of the last few uh, plays uh, (laughs) on the bench. He got benched. His effort wasn't there. Gabe Davis is clearly uh, upset about something. I think he's upset that. I think he's upset that he's not getting an extension and. So help me God, if you guys at One Bills Drive re-sign Gabriel Davis to a multi-year contract, it is tar and feathers waiting for you in the streets. You understand me, Brandon Bean? Do you understand me? Do you understand me, Coach McDermott? This is what you have to look forward to if you re-sign Gabe Davis. Everyone listening, I make want sure to, to check on Whittle if if Gabe Davis gets extended. <laughs> I'm already in the car. Listen, I I I need um I need to uh make sure that everything else that we have going on is 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 legit. But bro, the the offense is just uh God, it's dreadful. It's been dreadful. It's been dreadful for the last. Three, four weeks, man. Um, but nevertheless, let's get back on Dorsey's neck because that's where these issues come from. Uh, June, if you think that we're not making the playoffs, I mean, come on, dude. He's on, uh, he's been at it. So yeah, he's he's trolling. He's definitely <laughs> trolling. Um we appreciate you listening, June. Yeah, and you're and, and June, you're a hater too. Uh, but it's all right. We still love you, brother. We do. Um, yes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I want to be optimistic, but I know the truth. I know what it really is. So mm-hmm. why be optimistic in something that I'm I'm certain is going to fail? Well, uh, it's it, it, it's very hard right now, Whittle, right? It, there, there's so many things going on. Right. It's not just Ken Dorsey. It's 
the overall health of our defense. We have so many issues right on that side of the ball, right? I know a lot of fans here say, well, you know, we were seven and six in 2021 under Brian Dable, and look what happened. But that team was exponentially more healthy. I mean, there's there's no comparison. We we lost Trey White, yes. But beyond yeah. that, we we had everybody in in place, right? We had and a- and, and also and also you know. the uh the 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 teams that we were facing during that run, like they weren't they were they weren't good teams either at the time. So we just kind of yeah. ran through them. Yeah. I mean, now look at I mean our schedule is just so is so difficult. I mean, to me right now, Whittle, this season is just we just gotta take it one week at a time. I know it's a cliche, but right. I mean, if 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 we haven't been reminded that this is a week to week league, we have in 2023. I mean, look around the league, it's not just us, right? I mean, look, right. we're just San Francisco, not to make this about the other teams, but look at San Francisco. Look at you know, some of these other teams that that fell off the the top. I mean, people were anointing Miami, right? And then Miami's can't yeah. be the team over 500, right? They're sitting at six and three. Like nobody saw Baltimore coming out of nowhere, right? Uh, you know, so there's all right. kinds of of movement going on right now. So really the best thing for us is just these next two weeks, we have to win these two games. I mean, there's no way around, in my opinion. You know, we, we talked about this at nauseum Whittle. We have four home games left. If you look at the home games we have, they're all winnable. We have to sweep the board at home. If we do that and be relatively okay on the road, we still have a chance, a good chance to win the AFC East because we control our destiny with that last game at Miami. If we beat them and tie them, we take the division. So right. that's too bad we play each other again. Mm-hmm. Bro, we are gonna cook the Lakers. We're gonna cook the Celtics. We're gonna cook the Bills, and we're gonna cook the Jets. We're gonna cook all the teams who are underperforming at this very moment right now. Okay, mm-hmm. and let's start. The Jets are one of those teams. The Buffalo Bills offense, one of those teams. The uh, Celtics went out there and got beat by the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm sorry. They have really one good. They have one player that's really, really good, and he's a dog, and everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. But you don't lose to that team. No, we know. did it. Yeah, we did it. Uh, so you know, where do we go from here, right? Uh and and this is this is what this is what I think. This is where we go from here. The next three weeks, we have the we have the we have the Eagles, we have the the Jets, and and we have this Denver game. Uh, if we don't win, if we don't win these next two games, somebody got to go. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to go. Now, if it's one. One of those situations where it was fluky, somebody did this and this happened, whatever. I, I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. But if we go out there against these teams and their defense out executes our offense, somebody has to lose their job. They have to. This these these weapons are too good when used properly. They're too good. Somebody's got to go. 
My do vote is feel... on Tim Dorsey. I, I mean, it's nothing personal, mm-hmm. but I think you're out of your depth, my guy. I think you're out of your depth. Mm-hmm. Whittle, do you feel some of Go Josh ahead, Allen? And... My fault. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. Some of McDermott and Allen's comments recently have been taken, not jabs, but I feel like they're sort of hinting at Dorsey a little bit. But they're not, of course, they're never going to directly come out and say it. But it, I feel like it's starting right. to happen, right? So I, I sense it. Well, I, I'll say this. Um, usually what happens is uh, McDermott will go out there. He'll stand in front of the bull. He'll stand in front of the guns and take all of the bullets for his coaches and players, right? I've never seen him since he's been a head coach or whatever. Never seen him throw somebody under the bus. And that's exactly what he did this weekend. He threw Ken Dorsey to the wolves. And that's fine because he kind of deserves it. But Mm -hmm. it's still funny that it's still funny that, you know. Absolutely. It's just still funny, bro. June, you're like. June. Oh, okay. Let, let's address like I'm gonna address this now. <laughs> the Jets are terrible. You guys told me all offseason that your offense was gonna your offensive line was fixed. You told me that you weren't worried about that. You told me that your wide receivers were better, your pass catchers were better than the Buffalo Bills. I told you you were crazy, and you gave me names, you and the rest of the Jet fans. You guys gave me names like Miko Hardman. And uh, Jeremy Ruckert and CJ Uzama and Garrett Wilson and whoever else, bro. What, 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 <laughs> what have you done? What weapons you want to know? What weapons Gabriel Davis is a weapon, he'd go to your team and be your number two immediately. He would, mm-hmm. oh, he would supplant anybody else over there, he would get more targets probably than Garrett Wilson. Maybe the Jets go out and sign him to a lucrative contract this offseason, Whittle. Oh, please. Please do it. Please do it. We'll take a third-round comp pick and (laughs) keep it pushing. Um, But in all seriousness, though, uh, where do we go from here? The offense needs to be run through Stephon Diggs, Dalton Kincaid, and Khalil Shakir. Uh, Josh Allen is a target thrower. He's not a spot thrower. Joe Burrow's a spot thrower. Joe Burrow will read the route and he will toss the ball to where the receiver is going to be. Josh mm-hmm. Allen is a is a is a uh, target thrower, so he's going to when he's going to survey the field and whoever's open, he's putting it on you wherever you are. So don't move too far, don't move too much. Prepare yourself; the ball's coming in hot. And I think the offense it works fine that way. We gotta we gotta run the football more. That's the other thing. Eight carries to the running backs is unacceptable. It, it really is. In an NFL game, eight eight carries to the running backs is unacceptable. You gotta run the football more. Um, and stop running that stupid ass draw play. I'm mm. sorry for Kurt. I'm just tired. Okay. Like I'm tired of that play, bro. Yeah. Stop yeah. running. It's dumb. 
It's a dumb play. Yep. You know, Patrick, who's in our group chat, you know, he he, he talked about it too. Happy 21st, Patrick. Just wanted to throw that out there. But he talks about how we used to run. Like we're not running Cook outside anymore. Right, Whittle? Like it feels like we're not. I feel like Cook was very effective running the outside, and we're just not doing that right now. And I just, for the life of me, can't figure out why. Where, I mean, where's it's not the like pinnacle? Our, yeah, where's the pinnacle? Exactly. Where is it? It dissipated in the thin air. I just, and it's not like the line is not playing poorly, right? It's not like we have major injuries on our line, thank goodness. No, the line's playing and, great. Yeah, Deion the Dawkins played excellent. Great. Yeah, he, he's been, you know, Deion Dawkins has been Dawkins. Like, there there have been no injuries in that respect. I mean, no no issues. Uh, June, nobody's putting a Jets background on this coast-to-coast show. Not happening. Get out of here. All right, and we're gonna beat the Jets, so be quiet. Like, dude, we're gonna beat the Jets. We'll we'll uh, we'll table um, that all next week. So we'll 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 get June involved in, in somehow in those in those friendly wagers. Jet fans, where, where where were you guys at on on Monday night against the Chargers? Where was this energy? Should have spent more time shot. typing up plays than you do typing up responses. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's where I'm at, man. I honestly, honestly, beyond, I, I feel like I'm kind of dragging this out right now, but um, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like Dorsey's got to run the offense through those three key guys now: uh, mm-hmm. Don Kincaid, Stefan Diggs, and uh, Khalil Shakir. Um, let's try to let, let's try to push the ball down the field. So go, starting now, can mm-hmm. we do that? Let's start pushing the ball down the field. Take some shots, but don't take just stupid shots where okay, just just run a nine route and we'll throw it and hopefully you win. No. Mm-hmm. Let me get some creativity. Okay. Let mm-hmm. me get something where you're you're flooding an area and making a uh making a a linebacker or a, a corner or a safety, make them make a decision on who they want to cover. I would you need to be sending three guys into areas that are covered by two guys. That's mm-hmm. it. You start doing that, you put you, and and things will change and things will turn around. Things will turn around. I'm 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 just it's just incredible how this has all changed so quickly in a month, right? I mean, last month we were four and one, we're humming along. Mm-hmm. Right, we're looking like couple, the best team. Yeah, and well, the big losses, of course, with Milano and and Trey, and and then it just kept going from there in the, in the London game. So, listen, we if we could just win the next couple games, you know, Eagle game, we'll, we'll we'll get we'll see how we're looking when we get to that point, and get to that bye week, right, and and see who's coming yeah. back. Yeah, I, I probably I, I'm I'm going. I know. You said, "Go ahead, go ahead." I'm sorry. Oh no, you're good. Uh, you were you were saying? No, I was saying like we got to win these games, man. Mm-hmm. We so, have to well, win these gotta, games. Yep, it's all about Monday night right now. That's it. That's all we should be focused on right now. You know, just in, the, in this team's going to be put to the test. You know, we hear about the the culture, we hear about the process, right? 
we hear about how good this locker room is and, and how good everything is in that locker room. I mean, we're up against it right now. This has been one of the longest stretches we've had of pretty poor play, especially on offense, in, in a long time. So we're really going to put it to the test. Let's do it. So what are you feeling about Monday night? Uh, Denver's a terrible team. Uh, they have some weapons. They have some. They got some talent over there, but I don't. It, it's still Denver. I haven't. They haven't proven anything. But mm-hmm. their head coach is Sean Payton, and honestly, I think Sean Payton's a hell of a coach. So, um, what am I thinking here? I can't just outright give it to Buffalo right now. I, I'm, I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe. I don't believe the offense is fixed, and that's what we need. We need the offense to be fixed. Yep. Now you know this. This Denver defense was pretty maligned early, but like we like we said, the last few weeks they have been playing a lot better now. Well. Those were two division yeah. games. You know how division games are, right? They could always be true. You know, very interesting. You know, in that respect, you know, you don't get a, yeah. a good game well, of how it really is, right? So, yeah, what, what, once every lunar moon, we lose to the Jets in the, in, in the regular <laughs> season. Once every lunar sure, moon, that that's what happens. I'm sure June had heard that loud and clear. But yeah, you know, Denver had this week off. That's one thing I'm not crazy about. But yeah, Actually, I don't know how much that bear. fixes them or not. But I don't know where this team's headspace is. They are coming off that big win, you know, against Kansas City. Like we said, Russell's been playing well. They still got good weapons. Running game is fairly solid. I mean, I still think we should be able to contain that. Linville Joseph, by the way, Whittle. I know it's just Huge a few addition. little snapshots, but I, I'm liking Huge that. Addition, so. I think we get a little. I think we get some Lenny this week. I think we get maybe five to seven carries out of him. It better I, I not think be five to seven carries. It better be more than that. We need I to run the football, man. Beyond, we need to run the football. We need to turn to a oh, you're right, fifty-five just... to forty-five team. We got to run it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what bothers me with Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey doesn't set his plays up for later. Doesn't set anything mm-hmm. up for later. No, he doesn't. So, yeah. if I know that I'm getting ready to go, and I'm getting ready to go take go, so I'm going somewhere with my outfit that nobody has ever seen before, right? Mm-hmm. When I get there, everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, wow, where'd you get that from?" I can tell you where I got it from, but I can't tell you how much it costs. I. Can't divulge that information. What? Where am I going with this? At first, I didn't know, but I'm going to tie it in like this. Dorsey has to set his stuff up later. He has to have a plan. He doesn't have one. No. So when he, because he doesn't have a plan, this is something that Mookie says all the time. The defensive, the defenses are not playing. They're not they're not scheming against Josh. They're scheming against Ken. Mm-hmm. 
even against Kane. In my opinion, he's holding his back. So if I show up and I'm fresh, I got a fresh I, like my shirt is crazy. Like my shirt is 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 crazy. My jeans are crazy. My sneakers are crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is, you know, I, I I went, you know, I I got I got I got the drip on, I got it on. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't match, you know, like if it doesn't match, what 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 am I doing? Mm-hmm. I can't show up to uh, a a a a formal dinner with a tracksuit on and some and some nice sneakers. I can't do mm-hmm. it. Yep. That's what Dorsey's doing. He's showing up to these games just doing stuff. He's mm-hmm. there's no plan in the play calling. He's just calling plays to be calling them. Mm-hmm. And and the team is hurting because of it. Yeah, I mean, there's certain plays where we have three wide receivers in the same area, right? And then the fourth receiver is at the bottom, and the whole middle of the field, there's not a single bill in anywhere. I mean, that's not – and it, it happens more than once. It's not – I mean, of course, that happens once All in a while, time. right? Guys run wrong routes and stuff, but in this case, yeah. it's way too often. And I got to – He doesn't even – bro, he doesn't – beyond, he doesn't even – he doesn't even set up his players to be successfully used properly, right? Like mm-hmm. Gabe Davis is not a guy that can win down the field consistently. So get the ball, mm-hmm. but he is big. You can't teach the, you can't teach 6'2", 228. So mm-hmm. just get the ball in his hands and let him be a bowling ball and a, a guy that's tough to tackle. Kincaid's great. His hands are amazing. Yes. Throw him the football wherever you can. Have him mm-hmm. exploit the scene. Have him go right down the middle of the field Right behind those linebackers, hit it, hit hit him with an eighteen to twenty yard, uh, you know, game where he just runs up and stops, and you just Josh fire it in there, right, and, and mm-hmm. move on. We need if to take you the want to run. Mm-hmm. Y- yes, yes, and if you want to run a flea flicker, how about taking some of the action used in the flea flicker and put it on film? In other games, that was such a bad play call. Yeah, in my opinion, bad play call. Um, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at right now. Beyond, uh, I want us to win Saturday. I mean, Sunday, Monday. Excuse me, Monday night. <laughs> I want us to. We played all night. different times in a week. Little, I, I know we don't have our Sunday games anymore like we used to. Right. I want us to win Monday night. I want us to beat the Jets. I want to believe that the offense can figure itself out and we can go into Philly and get up on them quick. We can get up 17 to 7 or whatever and then force them to play our game where they're dropping back with with, uh, Hurts and and trying to throw the ball all over the yard. Um, I just have no faith. I have no faith that it's going to get done. I'm still a huge Bills fan. I still love them. I have no faith. You know, a lot, a lot of a lot of sports is mental, right? What do we talk about it all the time, right? Um, the Bills right now just they, they don't. I don't feel like they have that swagger, right? That that confidence, right? And 
I feel like this this is a perfect night where maybe they can get that back a little bit, right? Like even against Tampa, we started to get that swagger back. And look, we had to hold on to win the game, right? Right. Like we really need a 20-something point win here. I feel like to get that that confidence level back, right? Right. But I, I'm with you. I just don't know if we have the personnel and defense to hold teams down. I mean, again, they're playing valiant, but I mean, would you be surprised if Russell Wilson threw for 250 yards and three touchdowns on Monday night? I, I wouldn't. Not on this defense, no. I would. No, yeah, let's be fair. And I know they're trying and they're giving it, you know, because with all these different replacement players, you, you got to dumb down the playbook a little bit, just for lack of a better word, right? You got to simplify the playbook is a better term, right? And it's just, it's difficult. McDermott maybe can't do the normal things he wants to do as a defensive coordinator, right? With guys shuffling in and out of the lineup. So, but I'm with you. We need this offense to cook. We we need, you know, start to finish, finish drives and dominate. But I, I just don't have that confidence right now. I, I want to, you know what I want to see on Monday? The whole first half, shotgun, no huddle, up-tempo, throw the ball all over the place, handing it off to Cook and, and, and uh, or, or Murray and just letting them kind of plunge forward to get a few yards. Mm-hmm. But, bro, I want, I want this offense to get out of its own way. I want Gabe Davis to get the ball early and often in areas where he's comfortable with catching the football and can use his strength against corners that, that are smaller. Um, Khalil Shakir put – Khalil Shakir shook uh, the uh, the um, Cincinnati slot corner. I think his name is Mike Hilton. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if he's recovered yet from that move because mm-hmm. – Shakir shook him out of the screen. He yep. shook him out of the television screen. It was disgusting. Disgusting. Yep. Um, yep. But, you know, Shakir is one of them ones that can get open in a in, in a phone booth. And, uh, yeah, I, I, that's what I want to see. I want to see up-tempo, uh, shotgun, you know, empty sets, or you know, one running back, or even two running back, running backs back there protecting Josh, and let's let's cook, man. Let's cook. Um, what are your thoughts, Beyond? You know, now listen. You know, June is you know June's on fire right now. He all he wanted to hear is we're faithless, right, in our team, right. But I'm gonna say this, right. Just a little revisionist history. He mentioned Jim Kelly, right. I remember those Super Bowl years vividly, right. Old enough to remember them. They had mm-hmm. some moments, a couple weeks. Yeah, I remember one time they lost to the Raiders 20 to 3, right? I remember when they lost to the mm-hmm. 4 and 12 Jets mm-hmm. at home 24 17. These are Super Bowl years I'm talking, right? And they look lifeless, but you know what happened? Yeah, it's embarrassing. There'd be one win, but there'd be one win where they would turn it around, right? And sometimes they get that mojo back, right? And then, you know, the lock, you, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the Bills are in that. Mode. I mean, you saw it on Josh Allen's face. I've never seen Josh Allen look so down since he's been here, right? Have you ever seen that look on his face? I haven't, right? <clears throat> They're making memes out of it and stuff no, like that. I mean, yeah. I, even I did. But we could still, you know, having said that, if we could just find a way to cook Monday night and get that mojo back. And again, we're going to have a tough one against the Jets in their defense the next week, right? We'll get to that next week. It it, it could turn things around yeah, mentally. 
We're going to punch the Jets in the mouth. But as far right. as Monday night goes, Whittle, I can't in my conscience pick. I mean, the Bills are favored by seven and a half. I mean, for all you betters out there, I, I, I couldn't lay those points right now. I don't think the Bills right now are in a spot where they're going to they're gonna blow teams out. I mean, I'm predicting us to win, but just by three points. I think 27-24. I think we just get out of this with a win. I, I can't in my conscience see envision 42 to 17. I just I can't see it in my head right now. And again, it's not I still think we could turn things around a little, but the odds are much, much lower than they were, let's say, about a month ago. But that's my official prediction for Monday night. 27-24 Bills. Let's get okay. to six and four and so, move on. Bring on the Jets. <laughs> um Bro, this team is stretching me out, bro. <laughs> this all is stressing me out, too. It's stressing me if the out. The picture was worth a thousand oh. little. Yeah, it's all over your face right now. <laughs> oh, we have so many. And what bothers me is like, I, I wouldn't say that our weapons are the greatest because they're not, but they're good enough to score 30 a game. And we just aren't doing it. Uh, but anyway, we're winding down. Score prediction. I got Buffalo winning this game. I got Buffalo winning this game. Uh, I'm going to say 41 to 16, Buffalo. Oh, wow, you're 41 16. Right. Buffalo does have faith there, June. You, know, you didn't think he did, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have faith in my team. They've given me reason to have faith in my team. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't say the same for you, June. Listen, remember 2021, uh, we were sitting at seven and six and we didn't lose another game. So I, we need to get to 11 wins at least. Yep. We need to do that. Um, and that, that path is still realistic. Yeah. Will. It's, so, it's, it's going to take, uh, but our margin for error is very small. That's, that's the difference now than, a few weeks ago. So let me ask you this. Um, I'm, I, like this stuff with June. I, June, y'all lost. Y'all got smoked by the Chargers. You're in third place. You guys were in second place for about five minutes. And here you are back in the basement acting real basementy. Stop that. You're a hater. We love you, June. Beyond, you got back. anything else for the people, man? Anything else for the people? That's right. <laughs> and be here next week. No, no, no. I'm asking, do you have anything else? For the people, brother. Oh, do I have anything else? No, I, I think, you know, like I said, my, my entire focus is Denver th- this Monday night. I mean, we talked a lot about the schedule and looking ahead is not an option right now, right? It, again, if we we were in a much better position, seven and two or, you know, whichever, eight and one even, you know, of course we could look ahead. But right now, it's all about Monday night. Let's just get a W and let's let's stay relatively healthy too would be nice as well. So. Realistically, 
How many wins do you think this team can get? I'll go first. Go for it. I think 11. I think 11 is the floor. 11 is the floor. Anything I think 11, 11 is, is, is Um, You know, I would love to think 12, but if we were 6-3, and three, I'd say 12, but I think 12 is going to be a, a tough get with this schedule. I, I think 11 is probably realistic at this point as well. Again, this is assuming... I'm actually going to... I, I'm actually, I'm actually not. I actually believe twelve is possible. Um, it just requires the offense to get get some points. That's all. It just requires the offense to start scoring. Um, so, give me Denver, the Patriots, the Jets, and the Dolphins. That's Denver, and the rest of our conference games or our uh, division games. Mm-hmm. Wins. That's that this is all predicated. Nine. Yeah, listen, we've been the best home team since 2020, right? We're over what 82% right. at home, I believe. So yeah. it's all about the home games. We sweep the board at home, which is not going to be easy, just to you know right. let you know. All right, and the others know it's not going to be easy. I'm not saying it's oh, gonna be easy. Forget Joe. But we could do Joe it. Joe said right? they were gonna beat the Chargers. We don't listen to yeah. Joe. And if we do that, that's nine wins. See, you know. Of the road games, can we get two? And especially one of those two being in South Florida against the Dolphins. Uh, I'm, right? I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't fear the Dolphins at all. I think I don't yeah, care so where, that, I, don't, I don't care where the game is played. I think we'll beat the Dolphins anywhere with this defense. And, and, um, and that gives us six losses. And Miami already has three. They may split with the Jets, right? They still got to go to Baltimore, right? That's five. You know, that's well, I guess on the five yeah. losses. We that's six. So there's the path to the yeah, East the, right the Dolphins. The Dolphins don't want to lose any more games. They want to try to win out. They don't want to lose two more games. But um, I, I'll say, yeah. So so if we take if we take the the teams that we should beat on our on our schedule and and count them as wins, that would be the Jets, the uh, the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Broncos. That's four wins. That gets us to nine. Now you got Philly, KC, Dallas, and the Chargers. Chargers. Mm-hmm. Right. Dallas is the only Dallas is the only home game mm-hmm. out of those games. Now, typically, we play Kansas City very, very well. On a, we're mm-hmm. very good on the road with them. Um, yep. You just gotta win two of those games. I think the zip. I think uh, I think it's possible. It's gonna be difficult, but it is still. Again, if this offense can fix itself, if they can just get more consistent, and again, I think the things we're asking for, Whittle, are not that unreasonable. They're not. They're not. That's the thing. Then that's what you know. We're not asking for miracles from. A backup quarterback here. We're not, you know, we're, we have things in place. Right. Like we, it, it's just about execution. It's just about confidence level. It's about, and don't forget, after our bye, we may see some players start coming back. Right? Maybe Daquan Jones comes back. Who knows with Matt Milano where where he is at this point? We we just don't know right be, now. So if those guys come back. 
you know, we could have a completely a completely different outlook on those games that we thought we were going to lose. We may win those with with almost a full our full deck. So that's why right. it's all about this week and next week. If we win those two games, Jets, Denver, get through them no matter what. I don't care how ugly it is, and it's going to be ugly against the Jets. We know that already because their defense is real. Let's be fair, right? It's you know seven and four. Let's take our shots. You talking about Miami's defense? No, Jets or Denver's defense. Jets. No, the Jets. Oh, Jets. oh. yeah. Forget the Jets. They, their offense stinks. Yeah, they're gonna come it. to Buffalo and run into a bus. You're gonna come to Buffalo and run into a bus, all guys. Sorry, that's what's gonna Let's happen. Go. Um, yeah, you're gonna come. To we'll Buffalo definitely get to that next week. Saw, so we'll we'll definitely we'll have a good sure. we'll have a lively show next week with the Jets for sure. Let's Absolutely. again. This is assuming we get a ton of Monday night. <laughs> so assuming we get it done on Monday night against the Denver Broncos, that's going to determine whether or not we have this podcast, right? <laughs> no, I'm no, not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. If we uh, lose Monday night. If we lose Monday night, are we starting our 2024 draft uh, preview a little bit earlier than expected next week? <laughs> are we diving into that a little bit earlier than we expected? <laughs> right? <laughs> we we actually we actually have already. There's some moves that the team is making um, to kind of mitigate some of these losses, but uh, it's not nothing's concrete yet. So I'm I'm gonna wait until until I know for sure before I say something. Absolutely, but um, yeah, like we here, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be here. We're gonna keep doing this, and uh, oh yeah, and man, I can't wait to finish. To I can't wait to get back on the field and play again because th- th- that was tough. That that mm-hmm. that loss was tough because I thought oh, yes. I thought I thought we were better. I thought we were I thought we would play perform better in the, in that spot, uh, but. McDermott's fine. He's he's a great coach. He knows how to uh, adjust, and you know I don't think we did a bad job on those receivers. And we'll see them again eventually. Just like we hope to see everybody that is watching or will watch later. Um, you know, whoever you are, wherever you are, thank you for tuning in with us. Uh, yeah. Yep. Go Thank Bills. Everyone out there. Yep. Go Bills. Keep liking and subscribing to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you same time, same place next week. Amen. All right. This is Coast to Coast, baby, signing off. Have a good night, Will. Go Bills.